Hey everyone, welcome to the Tried and Truly podcast, where you'll find encouragement, biblical truth, and plenty of laughter along the way. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to the Tried and Truly podcast. You're tuned in to episode 24. We're your hosts, Michelle DeRoos and Lori Milliken. And today we are going to be talking about communication. And Laura, you and I recently did a Bible study um, on communication with our couples Bible study group. And it was called, I Said This, You Heard That um, by author, speaker, and communication expert, Kathleen Edelman. And it's actually very funny, I have to say, because when our Bible study group was kicking around ideas for our next study, uh, the husbands resoundingly voted for this one. (laughs) Like right away, they were like, yes, do that one. Um, So they must have all been feeling very misunderstood at the time. But either way, I'm just really glad that we did this study because we all immediately felt the impact um, of what we learned. And I know it has truly changed the way that I even like relate to the people in my life um, and the words that I speak. Yeah. I think the guys got together to conspire. (laughs) 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 Okay. Well, when it comes to, you know, God's design for communication and how we are supposed to communicate with one another, the apostle Paul provides a very clear directive in, in how we're to operate. And his words are actually what this whole study is built around. Mm -hmm. Ephesians 4.29, Paul says, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. And I've read this verse before. Me too. You know, many times and just moved right along. Um, But Kathleen Edelman, the author of this study, she has said that she built her whole career around this one verse. So it must be important and worth a (laughs) deep dive, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and through this study, we learned that God wired us each uniquely different. Um, And we have this innate wiring, and it's called temperament. Um, And our temperament doesn't change throughout our life. There's really nothing we can do to alter it. But our temperaments are part of who God designed us to be. Right, right. And the temperament framework dates all the way back to Hippocrates, um, hundreds of years even before Jesus walked the earth. And Kathleen explains that the temperament framework has been used as the basis for work done by many big names in modern psychology, uh, also leveraged in medical science, personality typing. But luckily for us, Kathleen keeps it very simple, easy to understand. So there are four different temperaments. Kathleen explains um, the Greek names for these temperaments uh, can be a mouthful. So she matched them up with a color. So the first, the sanguine, is yellow. It speaks the language of people and fun. The choleric is red, speaks the language of power and control. The phlegmatic, green, speaks the language of calm and harmony. And the melancholic, blue, speaks the language of order and perfection. And really by understanding our temperament and our wiring, Kathleen explains that this is truly the only way we can do what God is calling us to do in Ephesians 4.29, which is to speak words that build others up according to their needs so that it may benefit all. 
So once we had our understanding of the four different temperaments, what they were, all the members of our Bible study group, we took this quiz to figure out which temperament we were. First, I just want to tell everyone that you actually took it for yourself (laughs) and then you took it for Kevin. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then you argued with him about when his his decisions were different than yours. I know. I was like, this is a fun experiment. I'm going to take the quiz for him and then we'll compare it to his results of the quiz and I'll see how well I really know him. Um, I just love that about you. That's awesome. (laughs) I thought I could nail all the answers and he got totally different answers to a lot of the a lot of the questions on the quiz. So this should be the new newlywed game, right? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Okay. So there's four colors um, around your temperament. So yellow, red, blue, and green. And they all have distinct communication styles. So yellow, this person's outgoing, optimistic, encouraging, extroverted, and people-oriented. Reds are decisive, responsible, also extroverted, knows how to take control, is task-focused. The green temperament, uh, they are steady, go with the flow, prefer low-stress situations. And then we have blue. They're analytical, creative. They prefer space, silence, and solitude. So I am a red, Mm -hmm. and I'm married to a green. (laughs) Right off the bat, knew you were a red. Did you? (laughs) Once we found out our temperaments, the next thing you get to do is dive into learning about the strengths and the weaknesses of each temperament. Yeah. The key takeaway for me about the strengths and weaknesses section of this study, um, once we become aware of our weaknesses, we can pause and choose Mm -hmm. uh, what words we're going to use and choose to lean into our strengths instead. So I'm a yellow. Big surprise. Right. (laughs) So one of my weaknesses is that I can get angry easily. So although I have a tendency to get angry easily when the cereal bill full of milk flies all over the floor or there's, you know, marker on the wall, I can choose instead to lean into our strengths and to be affectionate in that situation. Um, We get to choose how we're going to respond and what words we're going to use. Yeah. And once I understood, like, you know, obviously we took the quiz and we we all got our colors. But once we really started diving in week after week about what those strengths, weaknesses, tendencies are and like Mm -hmm. what we how we need to be communicated to and then those that were love and interact with how they need to be, you know, communicated to. That was just, I mean, it was humbling. It was eye-opening and it was really encouraging all at mm-hmm. the same time. Right. Um, and for me, you know, with the red, it was a hundred percent accurate. Um, I see my redness come out both at home and at work. And, you know, my strengths are really around, you know, being energetic and appearing confident. Um, which is different than feeling confident, but appearing confident, ability to take charge and get things done, decisive, um, I don't get discouraged, dynamic leader. And those strengths have always um, aided me really well in my career progression and then really the productivity of my family, right? Yeah. Just getting things done. That's right. what we do. We just get stuff done. Right. Um, but on the flip side, I mean, I have a tendency to communicate and be impatient, um, to communicate in a way that comes on too strong or be unsympathetic and, you know, appear demanding. And one that really struck me was 
not likely to compliment. And the reason it it struck me so hard is because I do think highly and love um, and appreciate the people that I work with and live with and enjoy life with. And then when I thought about it, I was like, you know, I do brag on them to other people, but Mm -hmm. it's actually not very often that I say that out loud to them, that I communicate to them. I mean, because I am all about the task and getting things done. So, you know, I'll say please and thank you. Like, hey, we need to do this. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but, or, hey, please do list five bullets. Yeah. Right? But how often do I really stop and, like, send a sincere note of appreciation that's personalized? Yeah. You know? Right. Not very often. And it was upsetting to me, if I'm being honest. Um, I was kind of ashamed of it, or I am ashamed of it, I should say. But when I think of it, like, it's an easy thing. Like, once you're, like, met face-to-face with it, it's an easy thing to change. I just didn't realize it. Yeah. You know? Because I was so focused on being productive. Um, And so one of the most immediate things I'm doing, I've already started, is one, at least one time – a week at work, I'm going to take time to personalize a compliment for someone. Ah, That's good. You know, like just thanks for doing, most of my compliments, thanks for doing that so quickly. Yeah. Like (laughs) that's not very Like how it benefits you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, You got it to me quickly. Thank you. Like that's horrible. Right. But what they need to hear is like, what talent am I recognizing? Like, like in a way that's uplifting and encouraging to them. Um, And that's the same thing at home. I think all these wonderful and loving things about my family members, they don't often come out of my mouth. Yeah. Um, So it was just a sincere time of learning for me of what my temperament really is. And then just being intentional about leaning into those strengths um, so that I can communicate in a positive way. Right. um, And the way that other people need it. Right. One of the things that I can do now is reflect on past conversations. One of the most dramatic, difficult conversations I've had to have recently with Kevin. It was so hard. Um, (laughs) Baby names. (laughs) Well, it's a big deal. They're like stuck with it for the rest of their lives. I know. I know. Right. (laughs) So, so looking back on how we both handled this baby name uh, drama and the temperaments is just so on full display. So hear it, break it down. (laughs) We're trying to come up with baby names. Kevin is the green temperament. Okay. So very indecisive. That's one of their one of their calling cards. They're so in, they can't make decisions. Um, and so I would try to convince Kevin of each baby name, lay out all the pros of the beautiful baby name I thought of. And when a yellow's needs are not being met, one of the ways they they manipulate people is through charm and flattery. So my need for attention, not not enough time was being spent on these baby names. So I would use my charm and my flattery to to try to convince him of each name. I'd come up with a fun story of the future child, how it would shape his identity. He'd become a doctor with this name or a lawyer, (laughs) or he'd be a star basketball player. Like, or I, or I'd go to, oh, he's going to be so kind and compassionate, just like his dad. He'll be a financial wizard, just like his dad trying to flatter him. I mean, it was like every day, you know, I'd, I'd try to come up with a different reason as to why he would he would choose my name. And as I did this, it's stressing him out more yeah. and more and more. And the green temperament does not like to be stressed out. 
And so it was like the more I chatted him up about these baby names, the more stressed he got, um, more indecisive he was becoming. And then when the green temperament, we learned when his needs aren't being met, he goes to stubbornness and procrastination. So he wasn't budging on any of my choices. And then he was pushing it off further and further, um, procrastinating on making the choice. And even on, oh my gosh, the last, when I was pregnant with Colin, he thought it was so funny to be in the hospital room reading the baby name book, like no. acting like, yes, he is acting like he was still deciding. He's like on the W's. He's like, don't have the baby yet. I haven't gotten through the baby name book yet. Like that's how indecisive he is. So um, <laughs> luckily with pregnancy, there's a time limit, you know, on right. how long you can take to decide the name. So the procrastinating, you know, kind of ran out. He couldn't wait any longer. Um but it just was so funny how our different temperaments played into our communication and ultimately how how that whole thing went down. And ultimately, I did win and got got my name. And I ended up coming up with another like charming, you know, way to present it to him. I said that the baby's name and his name would rhyme and they would just be best buddies for life. Kevin, Ev. And he just thought that was super cute. So, of course, he was, you know, <laughs> went with that. Um <laughs> I love that story. I I was going to ask you how you ended up persuading. Yeah. Because uh, I love the name Everett Michael. I love it. But I was like, how did you end up convincing him of that? Yeah. But it was the rhyming Kevin Ev. Kevin Ev. Yeah. He loves it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I need to start calling Everett Ev then. Just, you, you know, should. <laughs> just yeah. to like, Kevin you know, like start it. that immediately right away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Chad is a green. And what was interesting to me, and I've never, I mean, I never knew this before, but I always thought of extroverts because when we were going to go, when we were going over the color earlier, um, red and yellow. So you and I are extroverts right. and um, blue and green are introverts mm-hmm. and Chad's a green. So he's an introvert, but I always thought of like it, extroverts and introverts is like, I'm a people person. I'm not a people person type thing. Um, But that isn't really what it is. So like an extrovert, um, when an extrovert is communicating, they're processing their thoughts and feelings outward to someone, right? And Mm. when an introvert is communicating, they need time to like process their thoughts and feelings before they're ready to speak. Um, And for me, like that was really... Like that was a huge aha moment because when Chad and I are having a disagreement and Reds have a tendency to like confrontation and argue, um, (laughs) and they also have a tendency to be right. So I just feel like I need to put that out there as well. (laughs) And they're also arrogant. Uh. (laughs) They are also arrogant. (laughs) So true. But like when we're arguing, he's so agreeable to me, you know? And you think that would be wonderful, but it actually is annoying to me because I want him to like respond. No, tell me what you're really thinking. Don't just agree with me. Greens don't like conflict at all. And he's like, to him, it's like not life or death. So he doesn't care that much. Right. And to me, I'm super passionate about it. So I need you to like give me something like tell me how you really feel. Um, But through the study, I realized that like, I'm forcing him into a corner when he just needs time to, you know, process his thoughts and feelings before he's ready to like sit down and have a conversation or make a decision about something. Right. Um, So I was like, that was really helpful. But I'll tell you what, Chad, like when pushed into a corner, 
right? Like he gets super stubborn and then boom, all of a sudden he's reactive. And like, it's like, like a volcano, right? The house goes quiet and everybody's like, I can't even see that. <laughs> Dad's upset. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'll be fine like for six months. We'll never see another, yeah. you know, episode. But <laughs> I would like to see that because I don't really believe it. <laughs> yeah. But it was really interesting because Chad's like the friendliest, most people person ever. It like takes us 30 yeah. extra minutes to get out of church every Sunday because he has to talk to so many people. <laughs> and in my mind, I'm like, we need to go because yeah. I already know where we're going for lunch and I have five errands that need to get done. So Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah, I really like um the the innate needs section of Kathleen's study um, because it does talk about like how God designed us and, and the things that we're innately, you know, needing out of relationships, out of communication. So the blue needs are safety, sensitivity, support, and space and silence. I need more blues in my life. If anybody's a blue, come be my friend. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so the reds, their needs are loyalty, sense of control, appreciation, and credit for work. And the green needs are harmony, feeling of worth, lack of stress, like we talked about. They don't want to be stressed um, mm -hmm. and they need respect. And then the yellow needs approval, acceptance, attention, and affection. So it talks about, you know, di the different needs were kind of built to have. And I, I like this because like for yellow, the need for acceptance, um, I feel like that's something that I've always viewed more as a weakness, mm -hmm. like that I want to be accepted by others. Um, but in actuality, it's just kind of the way I'm wired, the way God made me. Yeah, yeah. Going back to like the introvert extrovert thing, um, when I realized that I tried to, I said to myself, okay, today I'm going to just kind of process my thoughts and feelings before I talk about them. Um, yeah. So I started doing that for the day. All day long, Chad said to me, are you okay? Are you feeling all right? <laughs> <laughs> Is something bothering you? So yeah. I mean, note to self, next time I need to warn him, like, I'm going to try and think before I speak today. So you might see a shift in personality. Yeah. But yeah. And they're going to be like, but that's not the way God made mm -hmm. you. So it's going to be really hard for you to do that. And it's not going to be natural. Yeah, it's going to feel uncomfortable <laughs> for the house. Um <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I like how Kathleen describes introvert versus extrovert. She says extrovert, mm -hmm. you speak before you think. And then introvert is you think before mm -hmm. you speak. So um, I feel like there's uh, something to be said for thinking before you speak. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's like a you good goal for, for extroverts. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so my redness is really coming out because we're getting ready to go on a family vacation to San Francisco. And um, my in-laws are going with us. I love my in-laws. I love to travel with them. They're great. Um, yeah. But when we go on vacation, we have a plan. I am the, we have an itinerary. <laughs> um, because if you don't, in my defense, if you do not have a plan or an itinerary, you spend your vacation sitting around trying to debate what you guys should do and half the day's wasted True. before you get anything done. So we have a plan and an itinerary. And um, I had the girls take these temperaments as well. And Amaya is a red and Liana is a green. And so mm -hmm. I was telling Chad, I'm like, I'm so excited about vacation, but it's just different than like when you and I go on vacation, you know, because we just came back from our anniversary 
vacation is like completely relaxed. But this kind of yeah. vacation is like a working vacation for me because I have the itinerary <laughs> and everything goes great and everybody loves my itinerary. You know, every, we wake up every day and everybody wants me to go through the itinerary. They think it's great until something goes wrong. Until, you know, it's raining when it was supposed to be sunny or the restaurant doesn't have our reservation or someone's exhausted and doesn't want to do it. And when mom's itinerary gets thrown off, like I lose it. And then everybody's yeah. vacation kind of, you know, takes a little dump right there. So yeah. I was really excited this year because Amaya was like, mom, do you think I can be in charge of creating the itinerary? And it was really great yeah. because she's a red and she's taken it very seriously. She's put together a PowerPoint um, slide deck <laughs> with, I love with it. all of the Yelp <laughs> reviews. And I still get to delegate the task to her, right? That's one of my strengths mm -hmm. um, and mm -hmm. oversee it. But it kind of reduces the stress because this is her itinerary. But then at the same time, I'm like, am I creating like <laughs> a little mini uh, red monster. I know. I know. But <laughs> we're going to do it in a positive way. So yeah. I'm going to try and be more flexible this vacation and kind of just go with the flow. And I really feel like this study is making me kind of reflect differently on it and being like, there's some really good things about, you know, my temperament, but there are things that I need to be careful of. Yeah. And I think that's the whole purpose of the study. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I saw the PowerPoint and it's great, isn't it? Yeah. I feel like if if you had done the PowerPoint, it would have been more buttoned up with um probably not so many colorful like graphics and different things to so but I saw Amaya's PowerPoint. It was super beautiful colors. Yeah. Had like a groovy San Fran theme. So I feel like she's already bringing the fun whereas you might have been more task oriented. Yes. I think she might have a little yellow in her. So Yeah. Well, no, she's a blue. She is a red blue, so it's the creativity oh. of a blue. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, we were uh, talking with the girls before I came down here to record this. And we've just had so much fun over the last couple of weeks, you know, talking about what we've been learning and yeah. going over um, the study content. And Amaya said to me, she's like, I really feel like we should have done this a long time ago as a family. <laughs> like, we probably would have had a lot of less arguments, uh. especially when I was in my teen years. Oh. So, yeah. Well, that is great. a raving review from Amaya. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. 19 year old approved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we had so much fun going through this study and truly yeah. learned so much. For more information yeah. or to get a copy of the I Said This, You Heard That book, you can go to I Said You Heard.study or you can find it on Amazon and you can check them out on Insta at I Said You Heard. Yes, go check out the study. It's amazing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And we will link all of this in our show notes at tridandtrulypodcast.com so you can find more information there. Mm -hmm. A huge thank you to Kathleen Edelman for creating this amazing study. Um, it's been so valuable to us and we just had so much fun uh, learning about our temperaments and how we can improve our communication. So be sure to go check out all of Kathleen's awesome resources and we'll see you next time. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Tried and Truly podcast. Be sure to subscribe, leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts, and check us out at tridandtrulypodcast.com to see our show notes and more. See you next time.